With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel, and on the phone, Dave Campbell. What's going on? What up? I'm here. Yeah, man, we're here. We're here. We're surviving. How you doing, man, with the election? Are you good? You jumping off a bridge yet? I don't care about that at all. What do you mean you don't care about that? That's, that's the I'm ready, to watch other people. I'm ready to watch other people jump off a bridge. I don't know why you want to do that. Did you vote? Did you get your sticker? Are you excited about I, your sticker? Don't worry about if I got a sticker or not. Well, I mean... Everyone's doing it. It's on, it's, you, you didn't post it on the gram. I guess what I didn't get a sticker and I didn't post it everywhere. No, it's not me. Sorry, sorry so to you break did, your heart. You didn't participate in the world. I guess in, in the shit show, the no, most important election of all time. It's weird because they say that about every single election. So, yep, yep. I don't think we're nope. gonna get any results until tomorrow. Probably, Who knows? probably at least. Who knows? He's close. Just stay, keep it away from Thursday night football, man. We're recording this on a Wednesday <laughs> night. No one knows what's going on, and uh, we're here. And we're gonna. The show is gonna break down the top twelve rookie redraft superflex. No, not redraft. Oh, not redraft. Oh no, the rookie draft. Rookie Superflex. draft. Rookie draft dynasty. Yes, dynasty. Yeah, and it's a superflex. So superflex is you can start two quarterbacks. You can start anyone in that superflex, even a quarterback. Yep. And, uh, Dave, did you go back and look? Because we did about, what, five, six rookie drafts this year? Because we're in, uh, we're, we're yeah, lunatics least, and we're in a million yeah. dynasties. Did you look at yeah. all the drafts and see where these players actually went compared to where you break them now? It's crazy. You know what? No, I didn't. That's You know, that's probably the only thing I didn't do. And I, I should have looked at to see where some of these guys were going. But, no, I didn't. I remember, like, most of them. Like, I think the consensus was Jonathan Taylor won. Clyde Edwards Taylor were top two. Well, Taylor went one in a lot of them. I think CEH only went one in like one of them. I don't know. All I know is that they were the top two guys. And then uh, CD Lamb was up there. Dobbins. Yeah, you know, he should have been up there and they weren't. And I said they should have. Burrow and Herbert. And I kept saying, why are we passing on? Why are my. Well, guess what? I didn't have any first round picks to take these guys with. So. Yeah, you're one of those guys who you trade those picks early. You try to win. You try to win every year. I'm trying to win now. Yeah, so I trade my future for now. It's and weird, it man. Out, but. So, yeah, you, you're really good at managing a dynasty team, so you trade your picks for players, and you usually get young, good players with these picks because people yes, because have rookies. people are dumb, and they're like, oh, let me get the rookie. Well, guess what? I'll take the guy that's proven himself right now. I'll right? never forget when <laughs> somebody we know, and I'm not going to say his name, don't say his name, he had <laughs> Saquon Barkley, and he oh, went and traded him for first-round picks. He's like, Bryce Love is going to be better. Remember that? Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you remember, yeah, that? remember that? Yeah. And then <laughs> what happened? What happened? See, you never, you never know, man. 
Yeah, that's. I think that's he traded was, Saquon as a rookie too. Like he that had was just dumb. He had Saquon as a rookie, s- trade him for first round picks to say, and said Bryce Love is better. Well, Bryce Love is better in Madden. He so. is. He's super quick. Super I'm awesome. quick. I'm awesome with him in Madden. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't though, right? Anyway, uh, let's go right into the. Let's just go right into it, man. Right mm-hmm. into the. Uh, we'll go one to twelve. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you start us off, man. You're the you're the best. You know everything. Well, that's true. Uh well number one <clears throat> number one's Burrow for me. It was it was between Burrow and Herbert. Those are my top two guys. And I'll be honest, you can flip a coin. I don't care which one I get. I think they're both awesome. They're both gonna be around for a long time. Burrow's the QB nine overall this year. I don't have that much to say. He's a quarterback in a super flex, the most important position in the super flex. And he should have been the number one pick, or at least the top two or three, instead of going where he didn't. A lot of our drafts. <clears throat> so that's my number one pick is Burrow. Oh, he slipped in all of our drafts, and I don't understand it. Honestly, I was not a fan of Burrow coming into the season. That's well documented. I didn't like him, and I was wrong because he looks really, really good. But my number one guy is Justin Herbert, and I only say that because he looks better to me. He looks more poised. He makes better throws. Burrow has all these numbers. He's the quarterback nine right now because of the throwing, because all he does is throw, like, what, 41 times a game. Of course, you're going to put up numbers. Uh, Justin Herbert puts up just as good numbers, 1,800 yards, 15 touchdowns. You know, Burrow's only got 11. Uh, He also gets the rushing yards, 142 rushing yards already on the season. I like to have my quarterbacks around 300, 350. That's a pretty good solid baseline for, uh, you know, extra points. Uh, According to Player Profiler, He's the third best money thrower in the league, as in he makes the best throws in the league. Third, at least. That's pretty good, right? He's awesome. I yeah. love him. He only has one game below 20 points this season in fantasy. That's insane. He's been the quarterback 12, 7, 4, 1, 4 in the past uh, five weeks. Now, this is just redraft numbers we're talking about here. I like the long term because of Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and remember he's getting Austin Eckler back. And they're in a division where they need to throw, throw, throw because he's always going up against the Chiefs. I like it, man. I just love Herbert over Burrow. I love Herbert. I love Herbert. Yeah. Like I said, I have a number two. He's the QB 12 overall so far. And since week two when he started, he's a QB five. He's awesome. Like I said, you can flip a coin. I'd be, I'd be happy with either one of them. Long term, I like Burrow's weapons a little bit more. Barely. But I love the way Herbert throws the ball. I see this guy throw it. It's like, oh my goodness, like he's so good. So I got him number two. So I'm not far behind you with him. Same thing. Yeah, my number two is Joe Burrow. Remember, this is a super flex. So that's these quarterbacks are so valuable. You got you got guys like in a dynasty picking up any quarterback, any Foles before he was even the starter was valuable. These quarterbacks, yes, any because we broke it down. You start ten people in these dynasty leagues, and. 15 points, 14 points from your quarterback three is a lot better than, you know, your running back five that you're going to start, right? Yeah. That's the theory on it. So Burrow's my two. Go back and listen to uh, Haskins' goat last year's uh, episode. Yeah, but Haskins' (laughs) goat is – Haskins' is bench. So (laughs) Haskins' is a piece of shit. We're on Joe Burrow. He's got 2,200 yards, 11 touchdowns. I really like him at two only because he's got Higgins, Tyler Boyd, two legitimate weapons. Burrow's fourth in air yards. He loves to air it out. Third in passing overall in the NFL. And they throw 41 times a game. They're going to be behind. They're going to throw. They're the Bengals. Yeah. They will always suck. They will always suck. So Joe Burrow's just going to sling it for, what, 10 more years? I love it. 
especially with T. Higgins. Like, match him up with T. Higgins, another top 12 guy on this list. It's money, dude. I love it. Who's your number three? I think our number three is the same. C.E.H. Oh, yeah, C.E.H. We could double up on this one. Yeah, he's he's the RB10 overall so far. The only thing, and he's a rookie, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking long-term, obviously, in Dynasty. But the only thing is, uh, well, think about this. He's the RB10, and he's had four games where he's had 10 or less attempts, rushing attempts. So, I mean, that just shows you the, the offense he's on. He's going to get, you know, his catches. He's going to score a touchdown. Although this year he's not even scoring as many touchdowns as he, you know, we know his potential is higher. And he's still the RB10. Um, I think his upside is RB1 in that offense, to be honest. Like, let's be real. Like, it could happen. I'm not going to say it's going to happen this year or next year. What it, that's the upside. Eventually, one day, it could happen. Um, he's just in. The, it's the offense around him. Mahomes is the best player in the world. Um, they got all those other weapons that you have to account for: Kelsey and Tyreek, and you know Watkins and Hardman. That make Ceh just. Jesus has to be there, and he's gonna, he's going to get points. So that's why I have him bring third. Yeah, Ceh. Um, he's. People are disappointed in him. I don't get it. I don't understand the disappointment this season. He has 572 rushing yards at third in the NFL. You're telling me a rookie's in third place in in rushing? That's pretty good. 204 receiving yards. So it's 776 total yards already halfway through the season. You're you're telling me you're going to get a running back that's going to, what, get 1,400 yards on the season? That's a disappointment? Come on, man. That's so stupid. The only problem is Lev Lev Bell's there uh, right now. And what does that tell me? What does Andy Reid want? He wants two backs. Does he see, like, maybe Lev Bell doesn't stay there forever. Does this tell you when Damian Williams comes back from COVID list, from holding out, from whatever it is, uh, opting out? Is he? Is it going to be a split backfield when he comes back? That's the only thing that scares me. Because when the two games Bell played, CEH's snap share went down to 51% and 49%. And he was getting, you know, 80%, 75% before this. So are they just trying to preserve him for the playoffs? Or are they just saying he's not a lead back? He's just a scat back. He's only going to get 12 touches a game. That's what concerns me about CEH. I I think it's they brought in Bell because it's a guy who's got we know he's got he's got talent. Andy Reid probably said, Hey, let him let's bring him in. You know, with this COVID thing going on, you never know when you're gonna need somebody else. You know, you don't know if Ch is going to come down with something like you. It can't hurt this year. They're trying to go back to back. You got a guy with you know a little bit of chip on his shoulder. He wants to produce, and he hasn't done anything special yet. But you know he's got that in him. And at, to me, it's just a matter of this is a guy who we think has talent. Let's bring him in and see what happens. And uh, he's on a one year deal. He'll be gone, I think, next year. That's 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 just my opinion. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Um, all right, Dave, let's go into our number four guy. We both had CEH at number three. Number four, uh, you go ahead because you started off. I got CD Lamb as my number four guy. Um, to me, he's a playmaker. We've seen what he can do. He's currently the wide receiver 21 overall. I mean, that's a low-end wide receiver two. And before Dak got hurt, he was a wide receiver one. He was wide receiver 10. Um, the guy is a stud. Gallup is not – I think Gallup is going to leave. I, mean, I assume he's going to leave. I don't know. He doesn't get, the, he get any work. He's already taken over the number two role behind Amari Cooper. Unfortunately, the rest of this year might be a little iffy with the quarterbacks they got now. 
Hopefully Dalton could come back and change that a little bit. We'll see. I don't know. But um, long term, which is what we're talking about, Dynasty, uh, I have Lamb just a hair over my number five guy, but I'm going to go with Lamb as my number four. Yeah, we saw C.D. Lamb be the number one receiver drafted in most of our leagues. So that's not a stretch. You're staying, you're staying status quo. I'm going different. I'm going Justin Jefferson. Yeah. There's, there's, I love C.D. Lamb. I love C.D., but Jefferson – He's got the job. That's the thing. Thielen's not going to be there for much longer. I mean, he's. I'm not saying he's going away anytime soon, but we saw what happens to guys like Jordy Nelson. They just fall off a cliff, right? Like they just do. I'm not saying he's just Jordy Nelson because he's a white guy. That's just the, that's just who I see when I see Adam Thielen play these days because he's a, he's freaking elite. But Justin Jefferson already has 31 catches, 563 yards, three touchdowns on the season. He's averaging 2.63 fantasy points per target, not per catch, per target. So you're telling me that a target going his way is already averaging you two points per catch. That's freaking amazing. Um, that's what I think that's six in the NFL. That's he's the sixth best receiver at doing that. Um, like I said, he's the guy there. He was a first round pick. They brought him in to replace Diggs, and we all know you love Diggs. And he's actually performing, in my opinion, better than Diggs did in that offense. They're getting touchdowns. They're throwing it to them deep. They're doing what they need to do, maybe because they're behind all the time. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but the only downside of Jefferson is they're in an offense where they're when they're ahead, they just want to run the ball. We saw that uh, against Green Bay. When you text us, sorry, guys, they're not throwing it again. And Alvin Cook just ran and ran, ran, ran. So <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. I just like Justin Jefferson's opportunity. I like CeeDee Lamb as a player better, but his opportunity – his his pure path to number one receiver on that team is a lot better than C.D. Lamb's because C.D. Lamb's still are, uh, battling Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and everyone else and Zeke, every single person on that offense. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's well, I mean, I got Jefferson fifth to me. So, I mean, I, like I said, you could flip a coin between those guys. Uh, I feel the same way. I love Jefferson. He's made me miss things a little bit less every day, although I still love him. It sucked I would – I would just hate it, but he's been really good. He's been awesome. He's the wide receiver 22 overall. Same thing, low-end wide receiver two. Um, since week three, he's the wide receiver 11, though, and that's when he started. You know, He's a starter. Um, he's You just mentioned everything about him. I don't have much more to say. He's awesome. He's great. He's my number five guy. My next guy is C.D. Lamb at number five. Like I said, I think we're, we're – we're the same players, the same top five guys, so it's nothing crazy. C.D. Lamb, 40 catches, 500 yards, two touchdowns. The thing, like I already said, he plays in a slot a lot, right? Number one slot receiver in the league. He plays in the slot the most out of anybody. Um, he's battling targets with Amari Cooper. Um, Michael Gallup's not going anywhere. He just got drafted. He's still on that contract. They're not going to get rid of Gallup for no reason. If anyone, they would get rid of Cooper. They would try to get rid of that contract. And they can't get rid of Zeke. They just paid him a million dollars. A million. A billion dollars. Uh, <laughs> C.D. Lamb is the most talented guy, though. And I don't under, I just wish he went to a better team. Not a better team. A team that he could be the number one guy there. Because that's what he is. He's the number one guy. And we don't know the future with Dak. We don't know if he's coming back. We don't know the future. It could be anyone else. I don't like that. I, I usually like to get rid of guys, or not draft guys, that have an uncertain future at quarterback if you're a receiver. That's the problem. You think Dak's coming back? Yeah, I mean, I think Dak will be back. I don't know why he wouldn't be. I mean, besides his leg, hopefully his leg's okay. But everything they've said is that he'll, you know, he'll be up six, nine, 
whatever months, and then he'll be, you know, okay. But, I mean, that is a bad injury. You never know. <clears throat> Assuming Dak comes back, I would still love CD Lamb. That's why I had him fourth. So. Audio is so much we're, better. We're right. We're the same. Audio is, is, yeah, so much better. All right. I guess I'll keep it this way. Okay. You're number six. Halfway there. Uh, I, I honestly hate this guy right now. I have him in redraft, and he's been terrible. I got Jonathan Taylor sixth, but we're talking long term. He's RB20 overall, but he only has two games with more than 13 carries. And I don't know why, because they don't have Marlon Mack. And he, he, I don't understand why he's not getting more more touches. He only has two games with more than two catches. I feel like he could be so much better if they gave him, you know, more touch. Why is Jordan? Why is Jordan Wilkins getting twenty carries last week? Why? Explain it to me. I don't know. I don't know. He's been underwhelming, but he is still in the you know pretty good offense with a good offensive line. And long term, I still think he's the guy you know to have there. Um, so he's my number six guy. I'm, I'm going to go with him there. Yeah, my number six guy, I mean, I don't have Jonathan Taylor there, so it'll be different. I have J.K. Dobbins, number six, and it's it's hard, right, because we haven't seen him much. We have not seen him much at all, but when we do, he's explosive. 6.7 yards per touch, uh, 5.9 yards per carry, top 10 in juke rate, uh, which is awesome, which leads to 2.21 yards created per touch, third in the NFL. This dude's just a playmaker, and I just wish Mark Ingram went away, and he's going to go away after this season. And that's why I have him ranked higher than Jonathan Taylor and higher than all of the other running backs. He's my running back two rookie because of the opportunity with Lamar in that rushing offense. Um, Dow is down on him in you know redrafts, but in Dynasty, I wanted all of them, and I got none of them because he was going top three pick every single time. And honestly, I'm not bad enough to get a top three pick. So I didn't get him. But yeah, J.K. Dobbins has the best success rate for any rookie coming in, I think. I think even better than C.E.H. The only reason I put C.E.H. higher is because we've already seen it happen. With J.K. Dobbins, we haven't seen it except for that one game. So, that's it. J.K. Dobbins, number six for me. It's a lot higher than I have him. I mean, I don't know if he would have been on this list two weeks ago. I mean, he looked great this week. So, you you know he can do it. I just, uh, he's just high, he's higher than what I have him, but I, I don't hate him. All right, what's your number seven? My seven is T. Higgins. I love T. Higgins. He's the wide receiver 24 overall, another low-end wide receiver two. Um, and since week three, he's the wide receiver nine. The guy is a stud. Him and Burrow are going to be around for years and years just chucking it up. I love what they're doing. Um Higgins is a, an every week play. He's been so consistent too since week two, since week three. Um, he hasn't been under ten points. He's just getting you points every single week. He's been awesome, um, and I don't think that's stopping anytime soon. Like I said, he's got a young QB. Him and him and Burrow will be a nice duo for a long, long time. He is also my number seven. So nice. we lined up perfectly. Thirty-three catches, four hundred eighty-eight yards, four hundred eighty-eight yards for a rookie who you don't expect. Like no one saw this coming. Double-digit fantasy points since week three on. Super consistent. Um, I I got him in every dynasty league I could. I loved him before this. They they spent a high pick on him. You knew they were going to use him. Um, he's even he's outbeating AJ Green. He's outperforming AJ Green, and he might take over Tyler Boyd as number one receiver there. He might. You know he's a rookie. He's going to develop with Burrow. They might be special. This might be something special. Give him another year or two. He'll be the number one guy easily. Easily. All right. Let's go to number eight. 
I have DeAndre Swift Ooh, as my. I thought we were going to match up here again. No, do you not have him there? I have him somewhere, just not there. Okay. Uh, he's he's the RB twenty three. Uh, we saw what he did a couple of weeks ago, a couple weeks in a row actually. But his whole the only reason I have him low is because of Detroit. I don't trust Detroit. Uh, he only has one game, one game all year with ten plus rushing attempts, and he's still an RB twenty three, which you know is I mean, it could be better. But considering he's an RB two with only having ten attempts in one game, uh, that means he's being used in the passing game. Which he is, you know, he's scoring, you know, receiving touchdowns and stuff. I just, you know, hopefully, hopefully, Adrian Peterson once he's gone after the year's over, you know, he'll get he'll get more. Um, in long term, he's 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 just a better player. He's a really good player. I just still don't trust Detroit as much as I should, but they, you've seen them make dumb decisions every single week, so there's nothing to be surprised about. Uh, but he's my number number eight rookie. Yeah, more on Swift later. Um, I I got Tua, Tua time, Tua Tagovailoa, super flex man. You can't pass up on these quarterbacks too long. There's there's a point where you need to say, okay, I need to get the quarterback for value because this quarterback is going to be worth something. He's going to be worth something. A hundred percent. I haven't brought up Jonathan Taylor yet because I think in about three years, two years, Tua will be way more valuable than Jonathan Taylor. Taylor might not even be on your roster. He might not, and that's it's crazy to say. I have nothing. There's no stats to back this up except for he's a quarterback on a team where he's going to start. He's now the starter there. They they handed him the keys, and in a super flex like we brought up, any quarterback, even Dwayne Haskins, had value. So this guy's going to have value, and you cannot let these guys slip like people did with Herbert. Herbert slipped in all of our dynasty drafts, and now look what happened. He's my number one guy. Yeah, I. I have two on my list. I probably should have ranked them higher. I agree with everything you just said. All right, number nine. I got Chase Claypool. He's the wide receiver 23 But you overall. hate Chase Claypool. I never said. I've never once said you I hate Chase You told us all you hate Chase Claypool. He's a one-trick uh, pony. I'll, I'll tell you exactly right now why I don't trust him this year. Uh, he's the wide receiver 23. That's great. That's great. It's all fun and dandy. What I said was I don't trust him to be starter every single week, and that's still true. He has really good games. Remember, Deontay Johnson's been out, and he's had four huge games, four games with 14.2 points or more, three games where he was literally irrelevant with six points, seven points or less. And that's not a guy you really want in your lineup every single week. He's boom or bust. We know he had the 48-point game with all those touchdowns. So, I mean, obviously that inflated his numbers. I'm not saying he's not good. Obviously, I have him number nine as my rookie overall. In long term, once Juju leaves, I believe he's a free agent next year. I don't see why they would sign him. They got Johnson. They got Claypool. Um, I like him a lot. And uh, he's my number nine. All right. Uh, more on him later, too. Jonathan Taylor is my number nine. He went, he fell he fell hard for me, man. Um, there's a meme going around where it's, you know, Pam – from the office saying corporate needs us to pick, tell the difference <laughs> between these two pictures. One's Jonathan Taylor, one's uh, Trent Richardson. Like they're the same pit. They're the same player. Like I don't understand what's going on. I don't on. think it's that bad, but I I saw it and it is hilarious. We saw Trent Richardson do well in his rookie year and even halfway through his you know, sophomore year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has not impressed me at all. 389 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He's gotten every opportunity known to man. Marlon Mack tore his Achilles week one. Marlon Mack was on fire, by the way, before that. 
that whole first quarter was probably the best quarter of any running back that played all year. It was awesome. And Taylor came in and just slowed down. He's just a typical Wisconsin running back that can't find a hole. You know, he has no vision. We saw it this week. He couldn't score. They put in Wilkins, scored easily, untouched. Same play. They ran the same exact fucking play. Taylor's just not special. He's not going to... He's catching balls right now because Phil Rivers, that's what he does. But what's going to happen when, when Rivers leaves and they don't have a guy that throws to the running back and gets you these easy points? Look, not every single player hits. Players bust, man. Giovanni Barnard was a, a first-round top three pick before. You know, I mean, there's many other guys we can talk about. Carryon Johnson was the top guy, and they're just gone. They just fade away, and I can see this happening with Jonathan Taylor. But you have to take the opportunity at number nine because he is going to be the starting running back for the foreseeable future. I mean, and to be fair, he's seen seven point four defenders in the box per play, which is number one in the NFL. He doesn't. Nobody. No other running back sees more players in the box than him. It's not fair. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's because River sucks. And who are they going to yeah. throw to? Are they? Are you scared of T. Y. Hilton? Nope. You know? Are you scared of Michael Johnson or Zach Pascal? Nope. Yeah, that's that's no, the no one. Alley, no Alley Cox. Yep, well, you're scared of him. I'm scared of him. All right, who's your number ten? My number ten is you know, I think he might be too low. James Robinson. He's the RB five overall. Overall, think about this right now. You got him off the waiver wire, probably. He he's the undrafted. RB five overall. Even Dynasty, he was undrafted. Yes. He is the RB5 overall, and he's had his bye week. Zero games with less than 10 points. Every single, he's, a couple weeks ago, you were saying you think you should trade him. You're 100% wrong. He's been in redraft. You definitely don't trade him. In Dynasty, I can see it, which is the reason why I don't have him as high as probably I should, because I don't know if I fully am invested in him long term. I don't know if Jacksonville is invested in him long term. He was an undrafted rookie. He could be replaced, all that stuff. But he looks amazing. And at number 10, I'll take him right now easily. I love him. More more on him later, man. He's a great player. Uh, my number 10 is Chase Claypool. We already brought him up. You know, he's freaking amazing. He has seven touchdowns this year. Set, like that's, that's the reason why he's scoring points, the touchdowns. He's a yeah. big man, six foot, you know, 240 pounds. That's what they need. I disagree, though, that they're going to just let Stuju walk. They won't let him walk. He's too good. He's too young. Like, you might not think he's explosive or a very good, like, anything like a scorer, but he does a lot for that team. He's not going to just walk away. There's no way. I don't know, dude. They let those guys go all the time. That's why they draft so many receivers. And they they do hit. And I do like Chase Claypool just because of his size and his speed and and Ben likes to throw it to him, and I think he is going to be the one there. Deontay Johnson, I've heard many, many people already this year say, he's, is he the next Will Fuller? You know, he can't stay on the field, and when he does stay on the field, he's awesome, but he can't stay on the field. So you're in, you're going to need someone like a Chase Claypool to do the job. And you're right, most of his games are big plays, big games, but I see in the future, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be a, He's not going to be a top 10 receiver for you, but he'll be our own, you know, a wide receiver too, at least I think coming in the future. I think when he had that huge game, people overvalued him and went crazy. We heard other podcasts say he's a, you know, number one receiver going forward. That was crazy. We all, we all thought it, but I, I didn't, I know you didn't. I know. 
Isn't it crazy we didn't name no one, none of us. We've named ten players. Or we're each are and we haven't named, you know, the the consensus number one receiver that everyone thought was gonna be like the best pro. It's crazy. I bet you he's your number eleven. Nope. What? He's not even your top twelve? We'll see. Who's your number eleven? Brandon Ayuk. <sighs> he's wide receiver twenty eight overall. That's a high end wide receiver three. And since week thir- since week three, um, he's the wide receiver fifteen. It's Shanahan's offense. I love it. Um, usually, a couple of these guys are just going nuts. You know, most are, it's always one running back. Whoever it is that's starting that week has a great week. It seems like um, Debo Samuel he's in there. We know what Kittle can do. Um, and Ayuk looks like a player, man. I mean, he's like I said, he's the wide receiver fifteen since week three. He's putting up points. Uh, Shanahan knows how to get these guys the ball, and uh, he was a high draft pick. So I like him at number 11. He's my number 11 guy. In our bold predictions, I did say he'd be the best rookie receiver this season. And You're wrong, but he was well, pretty close. I was wrong so far because Jefferson's better. I think he's going to surpass Lamb if there's that. I mean, if Lamb keeps playing like he is with no quarterback play, it might happen, yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to. <laughs> anyway, the reason why I, I'm just going to say he's not on my list, because we see these games from him when Debo's out or when Kittle's out or when Mostert's out. We've never seen a full lineup and what his role's going to be with all those guys in. Because you and I both know Debo's the number one there. He's the most talented guy, in my opinion. And I don't Kitt- know, man. Well, Kittle's, good. Kittle's the number one overall on that team. When Kittle's on the field, he gets a million targets. And I That's think true. Debo's going to get those manufactured catches that, you know, those little sweet plays, those little behind-the-line-scrimmage tosses. That's Debo's role. I don't know what Ayuk's really going to fit in when those guys are all healthy. That's my problem with Ayuk. I love Ayuk. Trust me, I, I own him everywhere in all the redrafts. I just don't see him as a top 12 we'll player. See. I know. My we'll number play. 11 is Jerry Judy. I'm still on the Jerry Judy hype train. I still think he's a good player. I just don't think he's had good quarterback play. I don't think he's had the – that's the thing is he has had the opportunity, and we've seen flashes. We just haven't seen any – like, are you are you upset with his gameplay? You have to be. He has – first of all, has he even had, like, one, like, really good game this year? Like, I don't – I haven't seen him on ESPN or NFL Network. He's not, like – he's got no competition – they have, you know, what, Noah Fant and, and, and Tim Patrick, like, Sutton went down. How is he not more involved in the offense? I'm not sure. Is it because he's a bust? I don't think that's true. He's just not splashing. I mean, I know Locke's not the greatest quarterback ever, but I feel like you expect something. Like He's something. had double-digit fantasy points in one, two, three, four, five. No, four. Four games. That's not really good. That's not really special. Um, he's on the field so a like whole 10, ton. 12 points, which is fine. It's like, okay. He's on the field a whole know. ton. He's getting the targets, you know, 10, 4, 5, 4, 9. You know, he's getting the targets. I just think he's still a special player. I see When I see him play and I see him actually get the ball, he's really good. He makes the moves. He's a good route runner. I don't think Drew Locke is any good, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. It just really is unfortunate. He's got... I mean, he's only has 23 catches, 359 yards, you know, one touchdown. But we don't see this. This is cra- This is a crazy year where the receivers are stepping up. We don't see receivers, rookie receivers, do this. We see them have more of a Judy year. So we yeah. don't know what can happen next year. Sutton wasn't good until his second year, you know. And we don't even know what's going to happen when Sutton's on the field. 
he's going to take away most, most of the coverage and Judy's going to be open, we hope. So it's just a shitty year for the Denver Broncos in general. And I still believe that he's going to be, you got to with a pedigree coming out of Alabama, being that awesome player, you have to. I don't see myself taking a James Robinson, an undrafted rookie over a guy like this. Okay. And you're the pedigree snob, so you should know. Yeah, well, I like the pedigree of James Robinson's RB5 overall. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah, but he's in an offense that's not going to sustain an undrafted rookie and Gardner Minshew. They're going to replace both of them, probably. Well, that's why I have him a little bit lower, and that's why I could see that happening. All right, who's your last guy, number 12? Tua. I had to get him in there. He's He, he probably should have been higher um, because he is a quarterback. We see what these other guys are doing. If he plays even half as good as these guys, he definitely should be higher. Um, I don't have a lot of stats on him. Obviously, he's new. Um, he just got the starting job finally. But he is that quarterback that you would assume will be around for a while. And uh, he's my number 12 guy. All right, my number 12 guy, is he's already been said, DeAndre Swift. You already said everything you can say. He's not getting much carries. He's not getting many anything. But he's still producing fantasy points. Remember week one when he had that touchdown catch that went right through his arms and he dropped it? Yep. That would have been like a, I don't know, 18-point day on his rookie debut. I think yeah. everything would have been different. I really do. If he caught that ball, he'd be the number one guy for sure there. But the Detroit Lions are a bunch of idiots, and they think Adrian Peterson's the answer for some reason. And carry on Johnson, he's still a thing, I guess, getting goal line work. I don't understand it. I think in the future when Patricia gets fired, hopefully uh, Swift will be a thing. Wow, you're hoping for this guy's demise. Well, he's a moron, and he's not very smart, <laughs> and he thinks he's really smart. Like He's got that stupid pencil in his freaking baseball hat, and he thinks he's smart. And Yeah. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this play, and I'm Bill Belichick Jr. No, you're not, dude. You're a bum. You're a scrub. That's why you're coach of the Lions. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I don't. I, I just. I believed in Carryon Johnson so much, and I got him everywhere, and he burned me. And I'm not doing it with Swift again, but I wish I could, because I think he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, he's awesome. I love him. Yeah, man. So that's our list, Dave. Run one more time. One through twelve. My top twelve: Joe Burrow, number one; Herbert, number two; Ceh three; Cd Lamb four; Justin Jefferson's goat five. Jay, uh, Jonathan Taylor, 6. T. Higgins, 7. DeAndre Swift, 8. Chase Claypool, 9. James Robinson, 10. Brandon Ayuk is number 11. And two a time at 12. I just noticed you didn't have J.K. Dobbins at all. I did not. Wow. So when you had him at 6, I was like, whoa. Whoa, that's going to be wrong. You're going to regret that. Number 1, Justin Herbert. 2, Burrow. 3, C.E.H. 4, Justin Goat Jefferson. Five, C.D. Lamb. Six, J.K. Dobbins. Seven, T. Higgins. Eight, Tua Tungavaloa. Tua Tungavaloa. Is that right? Tungavaloa. I don't know. I have no freaking clue. Tua. That's your guy. You should know. Yeah, I should know. I should. Nine, Jonathan Taylor. Ten, Chase Claypool. Eleven, Jerry Judy. And twelve, DeAndre Swift. All right, before we Yeah, before we close the show, we got to make an announcement. A big announcement. I didn't run this by you yet, but uh, we we lost a member. And uh, he did some good work for us. He helped us out. He really took our show from, you know, I think we sounded like we were in a submarine maybe. Who knows? We were recording. We didn't know how to record anything. We were just talking into microphones. Sometimes the audio recording was through the laptop. We had no idea because we're idiots. We're talking into mics, but the, but the computer was recording us, you know. 
Uh, Gerald left the show. He's got a lot of work. He's very busy. I understand that. And honestly, he didn't ha- he didn't have enough time, man. He's been hasn't been on the show in about a month. Um, he let me know, and he let Dave know, and we want to thank Gerald. He's been a really good really good person. We still contact him. We still talk to him. You know, he still he still runs by idea. He runs ideas by us. So that's our dude, yeah. man. It's unfortunate, but it's life. So it is what it is. Yep. We also have a replacement. We're not going to name it yet until it's official, right? There's a guy in under the wing. He's been chomping at the bit, wanting to get on the pod uh, full time. And we're not going to say anything yet until like we're, until he's signed, till, till the, till the ink, details, yeah, the know? ink has to be dry on the contract. That's just the bottom line. We'll see what happens. So Dave. We'll uh, see how much he pays me before I let him on. Oh, he has to pay you? Yeah, that's how it works. I don't pay you shit. You're, you know. I know. That's why I got to get paid somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I don't pay you nothing. <laughs> anyway, um, Dave, give out your plugs. Your where can we find you before I hang up on you? At Viking David on Twitter. That's pretty much it. Anywhere else? Nowhere. Instagram, but I don't ever look. What's at your it. What's your TikTok? <laughs> don't worry about my TikTok. What's your TikTok? I want to know. I don't even know. It's probably Dix's goat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Have a good night. Have fun TikTok, and I'll finish it from here. See ya later. All right, that was Dirtbag Dave. He signs off. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. Hit us up on Patreon, Patreon.com slash OUS Fantasy Pod. We have a new Patreon. And I want to say thank you, John Allport. Allport. John Allport. Jansport. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, Jansport. Um, we also could be found on Twitter at Josh Kimmel OUS. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's everywhere where you can be found. Um, if you're finding this podcast somewhere on the internet, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you found it, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. If you enjoyed it, uh, that's it. I appreciate it, man. Adios. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Square. Your restaurant runs best when everything and everyone works together. Square's integrated point of sale system offers one central place to keep cash flowing, reach more diners, and operate smarter. Square has the trusted restaurant tools and solutions to serve you, your staff, and your customers now and in the future, no matter how your business evolves. The future needs your restaurant. 
get there with Square. Learn more at square.com slash audiology.